Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Like, it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go, I I don't want to put anybody in the spot, but I could go to a super team and, you know, just do my part and win a championship, still one. But this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way, and we did it. We did it, man. Giannis Antetokounmpo right there. Did it the hard way, and he did it. He did it. He could go to super team and win a championship. But he stay here and do it the hard way. That's pretty good. You got to admit, that's pretty good. Come on. I ain't no Tony Parks, but that was pretty good. <laughs> you ain't no Tony. I'm not Rich Little. I'm not Dana Carvey. Isn't that special? I'm not Frank Caliendo. <laughs> Frank Caliendo. <laughs> Who sat in our studio before he got too big for that? <laughs> On his way up. Oh, he don't need no salt lake no more. No, nah, we were double-A <laughs> ball to him at that point. But we got him where he wanted to go. I hope he remembers his family. I could go super team and win championship. Don't you think here. it was different, though, seriously, for him to be sitting and getting those questions, and he looks at Chris Middleton on the court, everybody around him, they're walking on a confetti, and he says, we did it. There was a, that's got to be that's gotta be satisfaction. Yeah. And he did it. Yep. It was one of the most brilliantest games ever 50 points 14 <laughs> boards five blocked shots i'm bringing it it was as impressive as impressive gets it was whatever superlative you want yes and it probably is an understatement <laughs> right we didn't we didn't sell it hard enough yeah i mean f- wow this was him at his finest moment, in his biggest moment. That's exactly what you want. That's why I'm a sports fan. I want to see the best of the best play their best at the most important times. And that's exactly, exactly what, what I got. He did. That's yeah. exactly what he did. Yes, it'll go down in history. They, they should be talking about this game 50 years from now when he's 76 years old. 16 of 25 shooting the ball, 64%. That is a massive performance. Yeah. Carried him. And, and yeah, okay, the Nets got injured. and the Somebody always Le- gets injured. The bronze guy was injured, and the Suns aren't a super team. I understand all that. But that's what makes it even a better story. I think the NBA really needs this it doesn't necessarily need it occasionally if they're looking to make the maximum dollars which everybody is because it's always about money and so you need the lakers and the celtics and if the knicks can get it going on that'd be awesome for the league i understand all that but i still think the league needs this on occasion you need a toronto you need a dallas mavericks i'm not even gonna go to detroit detroit seems having been there many times it seems bigger uh, but these smaller places, not that Dallas is super small, but foreign guy leading his team, 
in the way that they did, that he did. But a steady diet of Lakers, Clippers, yeah. Knicks, Nets, Celtics, Heat super tells teams, at least super 15, maybe 20 other teams, you can't do it, you don't matter. It becomes Harlem Globetrotter-esque. Yeah, but if Milwaukee can do it, well, then can you do it? Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you got the Suns, who are beaten again. And Chris Paul goes down as another long, you know, in a long list of six-foot-ish guards who are really talented, are really dedicated, have high basketball IQs, work their butts off, but at six feet, it is so hard to dominate a game the way Giannis just did. Well, it's impossible. You're not getting the five blocks. I don't think you're getting the 14 boards. No, it's literally impossible. Chris Paul says he has no plans to retire. He finished with 26 points on 11 of 19 shooting. That's what we recognize as a really he good game, up. but it wasn't enough. He is the first player in league history to lose four playoff series in which his team was up two games to none. That's a stat I had no idea about. What does that mean? I, I mean, that's know. such a negative stat on, that that, on Chris Paul. Does he deserve that? Probably not. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. So how unhappy is Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Well, now we've got a report that he turned down a two-year extension from the Packers in the offseason that would have made him the highest-paid quarterback in football and kept him there for five years. That sounds like an awfully sweet deal. I know it's usually about the money, but maybe he thinks he can get the money somewhere well, else, too. Yes, he has a massive amount of leverage here. I wouldn't say unhappy. Because you think he wants to make him sweat, and then he's gonna in the end take a two-year extension because he knows he I can don't get know it in another month. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I cannot. I don't have a feel for this either way. Uh, but he may di- be displeased with some things, and he knows he's got leverage. If he was Peyton Manning at the end of his career, I don't think he'd be doing this. But no. he's got leverage. You know, he's coming off a fantastic season, and it doesn't look like he's going to be any less this year whenever he plays, wherever he plays. I mean, I, if the proverbial push comes to shove, I think he's there. I don't think he's going to sit out. Who wants to sit out? This is, you, you don't get to do this that much yeah, longer. You're running so, out of time here. Yeah. This, you're playing ball. Win or lose, man. And I know, like, for the Suns, they're probably all despondent and all. But, oh, yeah. you know, in a week or two, they're going to realize, man, that, that was an incredible ride. Let's go and that that's the beauty of sports, you know. Let's go and do it again. Let's try again. And so I would think he'd be in the lineup if if he's not traded. And what's the point of sitting off? The, the league will go on with or without you. <laughs> that's true. And you talk to all your as you get older and you talk to teammates who've retired, there's stuff they miss. And if you sit out, then you're missing it and you just did it to yourself and you don't get to do it that much longer. So I mean, come on. Let's do it again. Run it back. One more time. Rams running back Cam Akers has a torn Achilles. The team's Twitter account confirmed that yesterday. No official timeline for how long he's expected to be out. Akers was expected to be the focal point of the Rams running game. Averaged over four yards a carry for the Rams last year. Ran for 625 yards at a 221 yards rushing in the postseason on top of that. So they were going to lean on him, and now they can't. Also a decent receiver. 
Yeah, but the game has changed so much that you, you wonder. In, plug in another bag? Yeah, I admit that sounds so simple, and I don't want to make it sound so easy. You just, oh, sure, yeah, whoever it is, they'll do what they do, and everything will be fine. I can't really say that, but the running back position in, in an offense that I think the Rams are going to run, you'd think they'd be able to have some productivity there. They're not they're not exactly a dime a dozen, but they're cheaper than they've ever been. That's true, and there's a lot of people coming out of college, and if you're the change of pace, because most offenses are built around throwing the ball, can you get 80 or 90% of the production from somebody else? I, I just think they look in a transfer portal. Probably not what they'll do. Find somebody, you know, like the Utes did. Somebody on the bench at Clemson. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Alabama's eighth-string running back? They're probably awesome. Yeah, especially now they don't burn them out like they did a few years back. By the time they get the NFL, they got nothing left. Right. Now that they're throwing the now ball. That, now there's not 400 carries a year for a college back. Uh, yeah, and quarter uh, quarterbacks for Alabama are going to the NFL in the first round. I mean, geez, Alabama, they've become BYU. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. I never, I've never had a problem with name image like I, I think it should have been more. I don't. If I'd have been the czar, I'd have done it differently, because I don't think everybody's going to have any op- much opportunity with it. Some will, but but not everybody will have you know opportunity. Davo Swinney says he's never been against NIL. I think you can go back and dig up quotes from like 2012 that make that just a uh, a fabrication, a misstatement, a lie. Yeah, at its purest form, but as time progresses, I think you got to allow for people to change. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Your opinion can evolve over time, and you get new info, and it could be a headache for coaches because he's right. And then stars can get a lot of money. Uh, Bama head coach Nick Saban was speaking to the Texas High School Coaches Association at their convention and said that Bryce Young is already approaching $1 million in endorsement deals. Now, none of us think the rest of the Bama roster, the guys are going to be approaching a million dollars in endorsement deals. Well, Nick was recruiting there. Absolutely. I mean, how does Texas he, high school football coaches. Why should he know what Bryce Young is making? It's none of his business. Shouldn't be anyway, but I guess it is. But, yeah, that was a recruiting statement. And that's why when he said that, and I saw that yesterday, like we all did, that I'm thinking that's why this thing, in terms of changing balance of power, uh, zero effect. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, I think what it's going to help for guys who there's plenty of good college quarterbacks that just don't make it into pros. Like Brian Johnson, for instance. Mm-hmm. Never came close. Now he's gone on. He's coaching in the Eagles right now. So, And you knew he was going to be a wild success no matter what he'd done. He could have uh, sold encyclopedias door to door and would have been the best. If you were yeah. around him on yeah. the first day of camp, his yeah. last year of yeah. college, the yeah. charisma, the way right. he, we were outdoors, so he didn't own the room, but the way he owned the area. Yeah, and so he had it. But the point I'm making is that the thing I think that I really like about this is for guys who are really good in college but don't make it into pros, they've got a chance to cash in. Now, Bryce Young has never started a game for Alabama, so I can't say he's going to be all that, but why not? If he stands to make three, four million, and maybe it would help guys uh, stay put and all, but I don't think it's going to change anything. 
I, I think the greats are still going to be the greats, and the rest of us are going to be looking for scraps and trying to find a way to entice somebody to come to our school. Davos Sweeney also said uh, he wasn't in favor of the 12 playoff team proposal. He says, I don't know if there are 12 teams that are good enough. Well, he's dealing from all sorts of position of strength. So, yeah, if there's that level, his level, there's not four teams good enough if you want to boil it down. Right? We usually... Semi-final games, we've had a lot of blowouts. Yeah. A lot of blowouts. And so, I think there's some truth to that. I think if I were Dabo Sweeney, the reason I'd be against 12 playoff teams and the reason that I wouldn't be too thrilled about NIL is I think both those things might impact my depth. Right now, in the past, there was no NIL, and you could sag them too deep because everybody's like, well, if you want to win, you ought to go to Clemson. And they can really preach that and so his statements are self-serving yes because now 12 teams in the playoffs why should i go there they've got an established quarterback and they're bringing in quarterbacks two at a time i'm gonna go over here well, and plus a much your better team has to, to play some more games and maybe they get hurt or mm-hmm. whatnot yeah so i'm gonna go over um, here and start and i know as a quarterback i'm gonna pull down yeah. a 100 grand then, even if i don't then pull i, down sh- I think million. they should do a 64 team then out of Selection Sunday. <laughs> we'll have, uh, who's the ding-dong who goes to, Lenardi, have somebody be that in college football. And then you can, on February 1st, you can start obsessing. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> I was totally big, against it until you, 30 seconds ago. You grew up a big college basketball fan. I didn't. And so I don't obsess over that whatsoever. Yeah. I Figure don't. it out. Growing up in the Northeast, it, no, it just it was all the pros, and so it wasn't that big of a deal. And then I carried it over to Phoenix, where they had the one team that they had that was professional, was the Suns. So I never, I've never gotten into college basketball the way you have. So I don't obsess over that. And let's get what's his face on, and then we can go run down the teams. What's his name? The guy local here, uh, Ken Palm. What do you think of the Utes making the tournament? What? And we do it every year, and then we go right down. Boom, boom. How many teams are going to get in the Pac-12? I don't know. It just it drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we don't have to have them on. But well, we down, do it every year. But deep down, you want them on this show. You need them on this oh, show. Oh, I love having them on. In places I, you don't speak about a polite party. Oh, sorry. I love to <laughs> come up with a bizarre question. He's got a good personality. I've spent time with him because he's a local guy. I've sat. I've ate with him. I've broke bread with him. Oh, there it is. Broke bread. And I've watched games with him, and he knows a lot. He actually knows a lot more than he ever says uh, because, well, we all do for that matter. He's no different. When we are uh, exposed to coaches and whatnot and they tell us stuff, we can't just go run and blab everything we know, everything they tell us, or else they're not going to tell us stuff. So we have to have discretion. And then how about, before we get out of college basketball or football, how about Deion Sanders? Hey, don't call me Deion. <laughs> Wait, I've been calling you Dion forever. Except now you got to call him Coach or Coach Sanders. I agree with him. What about Neon? I agree with him. Or Prime. Prime time. Yeah, he love people He's got a prime. different role. He has to be adri- addressed differently. See, he can't have it used. Everything's recruiting. Back to everything self-serving with Sweeney. Everything's recruiting. So if he feels like he needs a certain level of respect, if people are talking about him, Dion is like, well, yeah, he's a great personality, and we like him, but he can't coach. If that's getting used about him in negative recruiting, I get why he'd say, refer to me as coach. He wants to change the what, PK? The narrative. Yes, he well, does. I I often wonder, like, like these Zoom calls that we're on now, and even before then, like, Kalani, 
Kalani, Kalani, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. I never do that. I just go right into my question. Or if I need who's to address them. Who's your starting quarterback? As opposed to Kalani, who's your starting yeah, quarterback? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, there's only one person on the Zoom call. Everybody knows who we're talking to. Right. It's not like the offensive coordinator came in, had the nightstick, thumped him in the back of the head, and shoved him out of the chair. So, Although I'd like to see that. If I'm talking to him, I call him coach in an interview setting. If I need to address him by some type of title. So I sort of agree with Coach Sanders, but at the <laughs> same time, he's been Dion. I've Dion, never walked, but I'm not walking time. out. Yeah. He walked out. Don't, there is no way. In an interview setting, I would have called Jerry Sloan Jerry. I just wouldn't have done it. No, I'm with you. I would have, are you going to blah, Now, blah, I've blah. literally vacationed with Jerry Sloan. <laughs> oh, Mexico. I Cancun, did. baby. We got off the plane, and they had a bus for the people who were on the plane to take them to the hotel. I got, they called me. No, you go in the van. Ooh, it was me. Special VIP treatment. The Sloans and f- and the Johnsons. Which of these and, things <laughs> belongs together? Which and, of these and things And me and my wife. Again, belong. Why am I here? I do not belong in this You're van. You're special. But they came People and got know me. know who you are. And so we <laughs> went in the van. And, but the, and still, I would never, ever address him as Jerry. Are you kidding me? What did he say when you got in the van? Buckle your seat, son. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought he cracked some line about you being there. I don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah, I I thought you told that story once. I I can't remember what it was exactly, but... No, he was just as accommodating. I I have the world of respect for Jerry. Miss him dearly uh, as a friend. But in an interview setting, I could have never done that. But I wouldn't have walked out either if I was... uh, Coach Sanders. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 0-1 to Will Smith. And a fly ball to left field. Well hit. Back to the wall. And Smith walks it off with a three-run home run. The Dodgers' third walk-off win of the year. And they come from behind to beat the Giants 8-6. to six. I was flipping back and forth to that game, PK, with the NBA stuff going on and all the NBA postgame and the celebrations. And it looked like the Giants had that thing. They were up. They were up big. They hit four home runs to take the lead. They were, they were rolling. It was 6-1 to one in the fifth. But one in the fifth, three in the sixth, three in the ninth. See, that's the beauty of baseball. You get 27, I, I get, get 27. 27. And there's, you may be rolling or whatever. No one runs out of time. You're not playing against the clock. You get 27 of them, and you got to get all 27. Every single time, you got to get all 27. And they couldn't get it, the Giants. It's just one game. But I think for the Dodgers' sake, you don't, you don't want to. Uh, it was get swept at home, right? And they'd lost the July. first game, and you're down six-one in the second game. Not looking you're good. Thinking, Where is this going? Yeah. And when they got it back to six-five, I thought something might happen, but honestly, the eyelids weren't staying open anymore. So, 
The eyelids? Yep. Eyelids in the stream? Exactly. Not really, but close enough. Nice song. So they've split the first two games in the four-game series. They're back at it again today in Chavez Ravine. Mets, Reds, Reds snap a four-game losing streak. Wade Miley, eight strikeouts to pick up the, uh, the Former Diamondback. Yeah, today's a sad day in my house. Why is that? Because the, uh, the free baseball ended. Uh, they give you it a week after the All-Star game. Try to get you to buy the package. So yesterday, I'm just flicking around. And I told my wife, uh, we're sitting down watching, like, we're eating dinner. Uh, and I got, and I got, I'm just bouncing game to game. And I said, man, I'm going to miss this. Well, do you want to buy it? I said, no, I'm too cheap. <laughs> I was about to ask you the exact same thing. <laughs> Even though I guess it's half off now. I assume it is. I can't charge the same price for halfway through the season, right? I wouldn't right? think so. No, I would think it's, I would think yeah. there's some kind of discount. It might be 40% off, if you know what I mean. Although DirecTV sends me, you guys have DirecTV out there in, in listener land. I get a call at least once a day. You've qualified for 50% off your DirecTV. Please contact us. I mean, it's, it's nonstop. Well, you might, <clears throat> might want to pick up the phone and convince someone that you're about to drop it and see if you can get it for free. Well, that's what she does. Right. So, no, I'm going to wait until uh, late next month and see if I can get the NFL package like I did last year. At a kid. And then have that. Angel Shohei Otani picks up an exclusive memorabilia deal with Fanatics. The brand announced a multi-year partnership as the exclusive distributor of Otani autographs, collectibles, and memorabilia. He accounted for 28% of all All-Star Game memorabilia. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. He's the man. He's hot. Cash in, oh, Shohei. You don't know how long it's going to last. You it's really sort don't. of like music, you know? You're hot now, and then somebody else comes along. Yeah. You're not the, you're not the flavor of the month anymore. Yeah. So uh, scoop up as much as you can. Oakland City Council members voted 6-1 to one in favor of a non-binding term sheet for the proposed ballpark for the A's. But... There were a couple amendments in there. They're fighting over like $300 million of transportation and mass transit. Well, they money. said it, they felt like it was a loss. And yeah, the A's, well, because they got the yes vote, but didn't get the yes vote on the terms they wanted. They tweaked the contract a couple times. So now the, uh, the A's president says it's akin to a no vote because it's not the terms they thought they had going into the meeting. I don't know. So now they're threatening Vegas again. They've met with Vegas people three times and. I'm sure there's people in Nashville and Portland and Montreal who meet with them. Why not here? <laughs> who wants to build the stadium? That's the hitch in the giddy-up. Well, we got a stadium. Who wants to build the state-of-the-art 40,000-seat facility? East don't ever draw 40,000. There. But that's what they're going to get wherever they go. For a facility, whether they fill it or not. They're talking about 35,000, but right. I get your point. Yeah. Uh, the Bees fall in the final game of the series against the Tacoma Rainiers, 4-1. to one. Bees return home tomorrow night. First pitch scheduled for 6.30. You can listen to the game right here on The Zone. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Real Salt Lake back in action tonight. Rio Tinto Stadium taking on the LA Galaxy at 8 o'clock. Or... Many portions of the L.A. Galaxy, several players questionable, including their star, Chicharito, who scored 10 goals, tops in Major League Soccer. 
He's that he, guy who played did Japan, right? He didn't play for play, the Mariners. Play on the weekend? No, that's not. That's not who it is. Oh, that's Ichiro. Oh, 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 oh. Sound very like it. Say it again. Chicharito. Then that sound almost identical. Ichiro. No, it's like <laughs> twice as many syllables for starters. I always thought it was something I was supposed. Ichiro. Okay, man. All right. Is Donovan going to be there? Landon Donovan? Mm-hmm. No. How do you know? Landon Donovan is busy with his own team. He's coaching the San Diego Loyal now. So, Well, he's got to be loyal. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> I don't know what that sound is. But in any case, uh, there's three to four players questionable for the Galaxy. We'll see what kind of lineup they What do they we got? We got there. all our guys? Finley going to be there? Uh, Robbie Finley? No, I don't think no, so. No, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie O. <laughs> Finley to you. <laughs> Famous Finleys. And go, Steve. <laughs> okay. And then Chuck. That's all I got. Oh, yeah, that's it. Good good call on the former Angel pitcher there, yes. Uh, the uh, RSL is largely healthy. They have a long-term injury, so I guess we kind of stopped mentioning it at some point. Andrew Brody had uh, toe foot surgery. Out so. of sight, out of mind. Right, Exactly. And Donnie Toy is in there, and he'd been a long-term starter anyway. So they have some depth there. They're riding that one out. All right, so tonight, 8 o'clock, and it's three games in eight days back on the weekend for uh, Colorado and fireworks Saturday night. Well, that's what's trending. There are your headlines. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock plumbing all right more on the nba champions how historic was that performance how impressed are you where do you rank Giannis's game six performance on the all-time finals list top 20 top 10 top five one two or three we will get to that next stay with us number one the zone sports network is utah's number one choice for sports radio in utah from dj and pk to hanson scotty and the big show with gordon monson and jake scott the zone continues to dominate the competition thank you to all of you that continue to make the zone sports network utah's highest rated most listened to sports station your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network you're locked on to utah's highest rated most listened to sports radio morning show for over a decade. This is DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Davis Vision. Davis Vision loves teachers. If you're a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back. So schedule a free consultation and appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call them today at 801-253-3080 or check them out at davisvisionmd.com. Giannis Antetokounmpo goes for 50 Half a hundred, as the old ball coach like to say. And he had the 14 boards. And he had the five blocks. 
Where does his Game 6 performance rank on the all-time finals list? Wayne says top three. Magic's rookie season Game 6 will always be the best. And I got MJ at number two. May 16th, 1980. 42 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, 20 years of age. Freakish. Key <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> Simply the best. Yes. Better than all the rest. That was the singular greatest game in basketball history. If you argue with me, and get on the line if you want to argue, 646, whatever it is, keyword, whatever. Because uh, he did it as a rookie at the age of 20 on the road in the finals. Uh, I think Giannis did his on the young side, 26. I've arbitrarily assigned prime as 27 to 32, picking the number 27 because that's when Jordan and Shaq won their first titles. I think that's uh, depending on the individual. Yeah, I agree. And And it's just 26 now can be in the prime because of guys starting earlier. Be in your. And he didn't go to college, obviously. There's no need for him to be in college with that type of skill set. So, with that in mind, that this one last night is sensational. But Magic Johnson, May 16th, 1980, that game is just burned into your brain. I don't know that anybody will ever beat that. Daniel says top 10 for sure, maybe top five. His defense was as impressive as his offense. I love seeing guys play as hard as he does. He was explosive. Well, I think everybody played hard in that game. More obvious when you're bigger, longer. (laughs) I have no complaints on efforts of anyone. Frank Kaminsky was playing hard. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously much less of a player. But he was given everything he had. And he gave him a few buckets late when they were yeah, trying yeah. to hang in there. Yeah. I-, I thought Aiton was a wuss. Aiton shrunk in the moment. Yeah. I mean, he had the ball at, towards the end of the game. Instead of going up for a dunk, he turns his back to the basket and does a little flip. Go up strong, son. Go up. You're bigger You're than you. everybody else. You're bigger and stronger than everybody else. Yeah. And he's only 22, so I don't want to throw him out with the trash. Good and, idea. And you got to give guys an opportunity to learn. Everyone learns at their own pace. We all know that. We've heard that forever and ever. So I can't go crazy here. But to me, uh, and he's got foul trouble. Uh, just didn't. He was the one guy from the Suns' perspective that I was disappointed. But I told you yesterday, there's no way Holiday and Connaughton were going to have the games that they had the game before. Holiday was and back to four for 19. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And Booker didn't do it either. But Portis gave him a game, so... Ham and Eggett. He hit some big shots down the stretch. A co- yeah, he did. And, and Middleton, had, I think, had the biggest shot. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's a nice player. So, And if you're not playing a super team, Middleton's level can be uh, increased because uh, he's your second best player. And you're um, not playing the Warriors when they have Durant and Curry. Right, and they've got <laughs> four All-Stars. Uh, Phoenix doesn't have that. Uh, so Middleton's level of play can be increased because he's pretty good, but he doesn't have to match something beyond that he's incapable of achieving most nights. Uh, and Giannis, my man Yanni, I have no problem with top five uh, all time. Absolutely sensational. Good for him. 
Did get some funny answers out of that. Adam, are you seriously asking me to think of this this late at night? Adam, you can now consider it now and hit us up this morning. 10 o'clock? When you're refreshed. Ready to go. 10 o'clock's a little late to help our show. No, no, I meant last night. Yeah, yeah, I think 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. He was, he was done. Oh, come on, I'm just in my prime. <laughs> yeah, but you're you. I mean, I, just, I wish the clubs here would stay open later on the weeknights. Like when I was in New York, you talk about bringing the sun up and then going to third grade. <laughs> Janet says he was relentless. It was a phenomenal performance, clicking on all cylinders, dominating both Janet ends who? of the floor. Holland. Uh, Janet Holland, yeah. Well, good call, Janet. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well said. Melody says it was a big-time effort, incredible, and nice to see a small market put it all together. Melody who? Right, Ulch. Any relation to Mark and Craig? Decent chance. Don't know. Uh, Facebook post. Well, I agree with what Melody said there. Yeah. That's what I said, what I said earlier in the, in the prior segment. I don't know that the league, from a league standpoint, put yourself in the positions of the league, not just – Joe or Mary fan. From the league standpoint, I don't know if you want a steady diet of that, but I do think the occasional is great for the league. From the league perspective, now Silver and his guys and people, they can never say that publicly, uh, but I do think that the occasional small market team, nah, it's sort of out of nowhere. I mean, he's the two-time MVP of the league, so it's not like he's out of nowhere. The, the, this is like the third year they've been on the radar in the championship mix. So I think that they do fit the profile of the team that builds it. Not as perfectly as some of these other teams that have had to climb over one team and then climb over another team, but they've been in the mix. They've had their heart broken. They've been in the spotlight and come up short. And if anyone knows how Aiden feels this morning, I would suspect Giannis a couple of years ago was feeling it. Maybe it's different because Giannis carries more. You know, he was the MVP at that point. He was a little older, and he carries more responsibility. He's a player right now. Right. Aiden on any given night is the third or fourth best player on the team. So it's a little different. Yeah. But still, the disappointment of not coming through and being as good as you could have been, that's what they have in common. Well, I think this was a nice finals. A lot of storylines going on. Uh, people playing hard and all that stuff. A dramatic games, dramatic defensive stances, uh, big shots. So from the league perspective, I don't know what the TV ratings are going to be. I never look at them. I never care. All I watch is what I watch. And if my neighbor doesn't watch it, I don't care. So TV ratings to me, I'm sure they weren't all that, blah, blah, blah. But I don't care. I've never cared about that. That's my own personal opinion. And I know for you, it's a different story. You, you're in that business. I used to be, but I got bleep canned. <laughs> my TV career's <laughs> over. So it was great while it lasted. I had Man, a phenomenal you're gonna, run. You're going to be such a pain in the butt if I put you back on. Holy cow. Well, <laughs> I don't, don't, don't get my hopes up. And then okay. I, 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 I don't want to be like DeAndre Ayton here. And then you just rip it from me again. So I get my heart stomped uh. twice. Who wants that? Thanks a lot. Yeah. You know, said Alex, he keeps dropping little hints. Yeah, you may maybe, maybe, maybe. If you just if you just do this or this and get a little bit better, we might think about coming bringing you back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a human being over here too, you know. Uh-huh. I can't tell you how many Sunday nights I cry. 
So I don't necessarily get into the TV ratings, but for me, this was a smashing success. It had what I needed as a consumer of NBA basketball, and that's all I care about. I would have liked to have seen it gone seven, but six is good enough. I felt bad for all my Phoenix fans. I felt it, it was a turn back the clock to 1998 for me last night. Jazz fans heartbroken. Yeah. Suns fans heartbroken. Right, right. Because I live in this community. We all remember when the Jazz were going crazy and all the neighbors are having watch parties outside in their garage and bringing the TV out and, you know, people bringing food and all that stuff. Everybody understands that. Small market. Uh, you know, the, the parallels are, are they're there for sure. Uh, so I felt bad. Obviously, I've got friends and family down there, and so I know that they were bugged. And I did feel bad for them in the way I felt bad for jazz fans those two years. But at the same time, I'm watching MJ do his brilliance. I'm watching Yanni do his brilliance. And I'm entertained. To me, this was like going to see ScarJo in Black Widow. Literally no one calls her ScarJo. You're wrong. Okay, fine. Well, you do. That's not true. I've seen that. Really? Yes. I didn't make that Get up. Get out. I thought you made that up. No. I did not. I'm not that clever to figure that you one out. You totally are. <laughs> I thought ScarJo was J-Slow. You made that up. No, I saw that someplace calling her okay. ScarJo. Right. <laughs> ScarJo. That's not a nickname I would want. But that's J-Lo rolls off the tongue. ScarJo. Yeah, but she's short. Makes it sound tougher. And to be the Black Widow, you got to be tough, man. I went and seen the movie the other day. She's just busting you know what left and right. Of course. Wouldn't expect anything else from yeah. ScarJo. Right on. After a fight gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Marked by the gang. She'll drop she you in an instant. You don't look at ScarJo cross-eyed. She'll just drop you right on the spot. That's a fact. The ratings are down, and the league is saying that, well, it's, it's July and I don't people are on vacation. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Fewer people are watching TV. I don't give a crap. Rawr, 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 rawr. But I know they have to. Right. I don't care. They still have 10 million viewers. It's not going anywhere, and people can pay a lot of money for it. I watched it. I was entertained. That's all that matters. It was entertaining. And people do love dynasties because the thing that they bring, it's not, I mean, they do, you know, the Lakers do bring a lot of fans, but they also bring a lot of people. People will watch on TV and root against that which they hate and loathe. And what the Suns Buck series didn't have was the hating and loathing. Oh, I disagree, man. Chris Paul? A little, tiny little I'm bit. I'm shocked at all the animus. That this community has for Chris Paul, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, he's, he's a We're mixed bag. We're a loving nationally. community <laughs> on the surface until you cross our basketball no, team. No, we're supposed to love one another as I have loved you. Yes. Well, they're not loving Chris until Paul until I step into the arena. No, no, and I am Boo. disappointed. And we are horse. a loving community, <clears throat> and they're not loving the individual. Christopher H. Paul the way they should. He would be disappointed in you. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. You know? I am a source of constant disappointment. I do know what you're talking about. I mean, he would be disappointed. Oh, you're saying you as the he? Yeah. 
Oh, you were oh, capitalizing you yourself on that level, so I can You're... see why you thought that. <laughs> yeah, that's no surprise at all. If one thing I've learned, you put yourself on his level. I thought yeah, you were I saying agree. you to he. What the hell are you talking about? You know. <laughs> when we come back, you could be careful, but if the tag team member isn't careful, then what? Or if they're just unlucky. We'll get to that story, a little uh, breaking news this morning, bad news. We will get to that next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. John Morris, play-by-play voice of the Baylor Bears. You mentioned Charlie Brewer. What kind of quarterback is the University of Utah getting? And uh, were Baylor fans surprised that he decided to transfer away? Well, they're getting a great guy, number one. I love Charlie Brewer. Hated to see him go, but I sure understood. I think he just needed a change of scenery. And I'm glad he landed there. It seemed like a really good spot for him. Charlie is going to give uh, Utah fans and everybody that watches them, he's going to give them everything he has. He plays really hard. He's very smart. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish he was still here with us, but for whatever reasons, you know, he's moved on, and I hope he does well for the youth this year. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars. This is DJ and PK. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by SNS Roofing. SNS Roofing is your locally owned roof repair expert. For free quote and all your roofing needs, call SNS Roofing. Well, PK, the Olympics are about to start. Opening ceremonies are Friday, and we keep seeing news about positive tests. And now, a Utah's been impacted. Jake Gibb, we've had him on the show. Oh, Jake Gibb, yeah. yeah Bountiful's absolutely. own. Great story. Beach, beach volleyball. volleyball. Seen him play in person many times. He's the Tom Brady of beach volleyball. Playing he's over on. 40, he's like 46. Yeah, playing on and on. Yeah. His partner has reportedly tested positive. They play in these two-man teams. So you find another elite player, and you partner up, and then you go dominate on the beach. But the Orange County Register and an NBC affiliate in the NBC station in L.A. are reporting that Taylor Crabb tested positive for COVID-19. He's a, uh, a Long Beach State 49er back in the day. Oh, for a sure. National yeah, yeah. Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been a pro, and he's been really good. So, you know, it looked like these guys had a shot, but now he's tested positive. He's probably out. His uh, brother says that the, the, the team, they, they, they say they can't say anything, but his brother is out there saying that uh, he feels fine and he ought to be allowed to play, in my personal opinion. That's his brother, uh, Taylor. Fine and healthy and should be allowed to play. But they've got replacement protocols, so Jake will apparently get a, uh, another teammate here, and they're pursuing that option, but nothing has been confirmed yet. The Orange County Register says Tree Bourne. Do you know who he is in relation to Jason? Expected to replace Crab on the hey, two-man team. This is team. serious stuff here, and you say any relation to Jason? Do you have any level of sensitivity, you idiot? Not really. Apparently, Jeez. apparently I'm, I'm tone deaf. Among other things. <laughs> 
And although the Olympics don't start until Friday with the opening ceremony, some of the team competitions are already underway because they need so much rest between games. And the U.S. women's soccer team just got beat 3 to nothing, 3-0, zip, zero, nada, shut out by Sweden. Yeah, but at the same time, they lost their first game in 08 and still won, won this thing. It's group play, and so, there's 12 the teams. Biggest deal. And eight are going to advance to the quarterfinals, so there is, uh, there is room. Yes, there is time and room to rally and pull it together. Sweden is the team that knocked him out in the quarterfinals in 2016. So, Jake Gibb, I was down in uh, Manhattan Beach a few years back, and he and Casey Patterson, who was a BYU volleyball player, married, uh, what's his wife's name? His wife played at BYU. She went to Jordan High, uh, and uh, they're married, and she's tall, so they're going to have way tall kids. And those two, Jake Gibb and Patterson, won the Manhattan Beach Open, which is like winning the World Series of beach volleyball. Whatever. The name is on the pier, baby. Yeah. And so I was there, and I watched. Uh, was there for the finals. I was there for the semis. It's on and on. I watched uh, those two bring it home, and their name is on the pier, and that means a lot. So and Jake has been a phenomenal sto- story in, in beach volleyball. Because he, I think he came home from a mission, decided he wanted to do it. They moved down there, and he went to the U. But they didn't play volleyball. They don't. Even, they don't sponsor men's volleyball. Nope. Like BYU does. And uh, so I remember talking to him, and he was joking when they had those. They always had the big introductions, and uh, two-time Olympian, three-time whatever player of the year, and Jake when he was just starting. Jake Gibb, one of eleven children. <laughs> He didn't have any resume right. when he was first starting. Well, now he does. Now if you go, they'll have uh, pictures, big murals of the guys, and he's usually right there. So uh, hopefully he gets that opportunity to compete. And he was with Patterson, but then Patterson moved up, uh, I think, to Ventura County for work, and he couldn't commute all the way down to Huntington Beach or wherever they were practicing. That would have been enormous. So uh, Jake got a new partner. Uh, and those guys, sometimes they change partners of, to a level of consistency. So, And then, what's her face? Who's the, the tall gal uh, been in the Olympics? Uh, I can see her face, the lady. Uh, sort of the face. Of yeah, I can too, and I'm blanking on her name right now. Yeah, uh, But she didn't qualify this year. Right. But she was married to Casey Jennings, who played volleyball at BYU. Oh. So BYU has an outstanding program. Well, for Jake Gibbs, this is at least his third, maybe his fourth Olympics. Did he go in 2016 or did he miss? I can't remember. We had him on. Uh, yeah, yeah, he went. He went, then this is his fourth. Yeah. Because he qualified in 8 and 12. And I we think had Patterson might have been his partner then. Okay. Yeah, that 16 one, I couldn't remember on that. So so we'll see if he gets, uh, they, they've got somebody they think they've got lined up. So we'll see if Jake uh, Jake gets into that. All right, and for the U.S. women, they're back at it. The U.S. uh, women's soccer team is back at it on Saturday. So those games are all happening at like 2.30 in the morning. So (laughs) love the time difference. They get a late game, actually, on Saturday. You can can watch them live. You can, but you got to be up at 2.30 in the morning. This one will be uh, 5.30 on Saturday. The U.S. plays New Zealand. A.M. or P.M.? 5.30 in the morning. Mountain time. The editor of the Orange County Register... A guy named Ty, Todd Harmonson mm-hmm. watched the U.S. women because I saw on Twitter and he said, I got to go to bed now. And the reason why I bring him up, he's a longtime friend of mine. Okay. 
So he would have been watching at 1.30 in the morning Pacific time. Yes. Yikes. Well, there'll be a lot of that with the Olympics. There'll be a lot of tape-delayed stuff. So, But there'll also be some stuff live a little bit. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. It's another Total Request Tuesday. Give us your songs slash bands that mention temperature. So, for instance, is it James Brown that did Hot Tub? Or is that the name of the song? Hot Tub. Yeah, remember that? Not really. Never heard of it. Okay. Heard of James Brown. <laughs> Shout out to Bill Bob on Twitter. He said, this is what Gordon's referring to. James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub Party. Apparently a Eddie Murphy parody done on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> okay, so it's not a song. It was a What about that James Brown classic hot tub? <laughs> Did you see the way he looked at us like, yeah. these young whippersnappers? <laughs> they don't know good music. Catch The Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.